What is up, everybody? You're listening to the best picker in the world and uh, accompanied by someone who's just okay. Um, okay. Back back on top where I belong. And uh, um, see, I didn't need to send you anything in the mail. Uh, you would have just had to send it right back, and there's no point in wasting postage because, uh, yeah, why would we do that? So um, what's it like to uh, to be in the basement? Well... It's cold. Uh, I have no confidence in anything anymore. To be honest with you. I'm, I'm just, that's all I have to say. Because I felt pretty confident about most of my picks last week. And now I just, I don't know anymore, Zach. I don't know. Well, I felt really confident that Sunday Night Football was going to be fantastic, and uh, clearly I don't know football either, so um, if it's any solace to you, um, who the heck knows, you know? Yeah, I mean, I just said to you before we started, who thought that the Bucks would almost be shut out by the Saints? I mean... We did see them almost lose to the Giants last week, so maybe it shouldn't have been that much of a surprise to us. But I mean, they yeah, were they held a... to a field goal. <laughs> yeah, they had a they had a pulse in the Giants game. They didn't have a pulse on no. Sunday, so no. Um, I have watched Tom Brady probably play. I've probably watched a hundred Tom Brady games in my life. Like trying not to exaggerate, I've probably seen him play football one hundred times. Mm-hmm. Sure. That is definitely the worst game of football I've ever seen him play, and it wasn't close. I mean, it was bad. It, everything, it was, everything was out of sync. Yeah, and there was no excuse. Like, you've got your original two starting receivers. You've got Antonio Brown, who he was on the field a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, their offensive line wasn't very good, but, to, I mean, that last throw of the game, I don't think it was the last throw of the game, but it was like, midway through the fourth quarter if there's any chance for anything to get going it's like right now and tom brady just throws this horrible duck up in the air and it gets picked off and i mean it had the arm strength of like my five-month-old like it was just redonkulous so I, i mean i do feel though and maybe this is me defending brady a little bit i mean not that i'm a huge tom brady fan i mean he's he's good at what he does but I feel like there are a lot of quarterbacks making throws like that this year, kind of all around the league. There's just a lot of really questionable quarterback decisions happening. I just never thought that Tom Brady would be a part of that. Sure, and and look, it's it's one game. Um, And I don't expect that to be a trend for them, but my gosh, that was bad. When I look at that game... What, what I really take away from it is not anything related to the regular season, more related to the postseason. Like, you need to be competitive with your divisional peers. And mm-hmm. simply put, they were not competitive. So, yeah. Yeah. I know, that was a crazy game. There were a lot of games. I, I didn't expect the Steelers to almost lose to the Cowboys. <laughs> I've never seen... I've never the Cowboys were just absolutely overachieving in every way and my wife the Cowboys fan just does not care. She's just like I know what's going to happen. We're a bad team. We're on our 17th quarterback. 
Like, I'm not watching this nonsense. Meanwhile, I'm glued to the TV. I'm like, this is amazing. How is this happening? What are the Steelers doing? Like, I'm just watching it, just totally enthralled. And she's just like, what do you want for dinner? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I actually was feeling a little bit bad for you because we didn't get to see Gucci Danucci. Oh, I was was devastated. So, literally, I think it was uh, maybe two hours after we recorded the last podcast that I found out that he wasn't going to play. And I was like thinking like, do we have to amend the podcast now? But like, no. So, um, the, uh, gosh, I'm going to forget his name. Now the guy that played on Sunday, what was it? Was it Garrett, Garrett Gilbert? Was that his name? Yes. Gilbert, I think is, is correct. Um, I don't know about the first name, but yeah, he uh, looked respectable. And, and when you look respectable against the, Steelers defense you actually were probably pretty good mm-hmm. yeah so. and I mean that's too where <clears throat> I just think like Danucci maybe has some potential but he is a rookie you know like I just I really hesitate when it comes to rookie quarterbacks coming into games in the NFL so I mean I, I get that the Cowboys didn't have much of a choice last week so I'm right. glad that they were able to like make some decisions this week and have a little bit more of a heads up as to what was going on. But um, but yeah, I don't know. Give Danucci a couple of years and see where he lands and what happens. And who knows? Maybe he'll maybe he'll learn a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let me just quick rapid fire off some uh, other thoughts I had for Week Nine. Uh, yeah. We don't have to discuss them, but just some quick thoughts. Uh, the Jets are the Jets. They, I feel like they intentionally threw the end of that game last night. Uh, it, we're recording on Tuesday, so um, we just uh, watched the Patriots Jets last night, and yep. <clears throat> somehow, some way, the Jets were in control of the game, and and uh, they want that number one overall pick. Um, <laughs> the Dolphins continue to surprise me; they're looking really good. Um, there was one other game. Uh, oh gosh, the Seahawks Bills game. Oh my goodness! My gosh! My goodness! Josh Allen. One, okay, so there's two things. Josh <laughs> Allen is a beast. Yep. And the Seahawks defense is miserable. Yep. Miserable, miserable, miserable. So those friend, are probably my main takeaways. Yeah, I have a friend who's a Seahawks fan, and he was just, this morning was like, I just, I don't know, the Seahawks defense, like, they had a plan, and it was the wrong plan. And, you know, how, <laughs> how do you not watch film, <laughs> you know? So the plan I, was don't show up and they executed it perfectly. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, I that was surprising to me. I do have Josh Allen as my quarterback in one of my fantasy leagues and just watching happy. those numbers go up was just so satisfying even though I ended up losing. But yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I just I was like welcome back Josh. We've missed you. Yeah. Well, in our fantasy league, my team showed a pulse this week. They and, did, which uh, I was grateful for because I was able to extend my lead since who you were playing somebody that was just behind me. So thank you for that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you, I, I'll toot your horn for you, yes. uh, are 7-2 and two oh, and yeah. atop the league. And uh, so you'll probably get bounced in the first round because that's how things work. Oof. And uh, yeah. No, I just need Dalvin Cook to stay healthy because that's what ruined me last year. Well, I if you if you didn't see, I offered you a trade for his backup. So if he goes down, you can have uh, Madison. So yeah. you, better, you better check your trade requests. I did look at it, but I, eh, we'll see. 
Just like in high school, getting shot down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, here's the one thing that I have to mention that happened this past week, and that is a second NFC East quarterback has snapped an ankle. And I just, I'm sorry. That is not fun to watch. I mean, I'm sure it's not fun to experience either, but holy moly, like, how many weeks has it been? Three weeks? And is it three weeks? Something like that. Anyway, you see two snapped ankles in the same division in such a short amount of time. What is happening? Yeah, Daniel Jones and Carson Wentz are going to be wearing uh, full body casts going into Sunday. Um, uh, ironically, they play against each other. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, I just consider those two specific injuries fluky. Like, you just you know, a guy falls the wrong way, and that's what happens. Um but uh, probably the bigger uh, scheme of the league is just that injuries are up. Like, mm-hmm. forget the snapped ankles for just a second. Like, injuries are up. Mm-hmm. And um, so you just wonder how much of that was no training camp, how much of that was no preseason. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it, sometimes things like these happen because of klutziness and, and you know, not having coordination and like sometimes defenders want to fall in a certain place and they don't fall there because they haven't practiced it. And like, there's just so many little things that practice and repetitions get you. And maybe things like that are avoided if not for COVID, but here we are. It's gotta be really hard to put together active rosters. It's gotta be really hard to put together, you know, your practice squads, all that kind of stuff, because you just don't know from week to week what you're going to be dealing with. So, I mean, For- I'm, I'm glad it's not just our Eagles. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of league-wide, um, but I don't know. It, it's well, who do we have normal. on the COVID list now? We've got an Eagles uh, coach that wasn't named. Uh, ben Roethlisberger is on the COVID list, along with three other Steelers whose names I didn't see. Um I heard Baker uh, Mayfield was on the COVID list. Okay, I hadn't seen that. Um, But, but yeah. Uh, And then the NFL just passed a rule uh, amendment for this season only um, that if they have to cancel a game, uh, they were specific. They said something like cancel a meaningful game. What I'm thinking that means is, like, if at least one team is in playoff contention, that counts as a meaningful game. Uh, If they have to cancel one of those, they're going to uh, expand the playoffs to two more teams, um, yeah, which is I uh, super did... interesting. I've never seen a league change their rules midseason right. like that. It's super weird, and I hadn't heard that whole thing, but <clears throat> I had heard something about, yeah, it's possible that we're going to go from seven teams to eight teams yep. in each conference. And, and I was like, wait, where, where did that come from? Okay, now you're explaining it to me, and yeah. I understand, but that's, yeah. that's crazy. So if, if the Jets... And the Chargers, who have two combined wins between them, if they get their game canceled, they won't care. But if the, you know, the Cardinals and the Steelers play and they get their game canceled, then I guess that's what would trigger that. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, we've made it this far, and only some slight adjustments have had to be made. So hopefully, we can keep going. But yeah, man, fortunately, oh we've 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 avoided another Tennessee Titans issue, um, which right. you know you just cross your fingers and hope that. At that that uh, continues. So. Right, and I mean, we mentioned the Eagles because we follow them probably the closest, but they just are coming off of a bye, and so 
even if, you know, they have one or two people in their facility test positive, you would hope that because they were on a bye week that it's a little bit more isolated. It's not like they were together in the practice facility. So we will see what happens. Yeah. All right. So uh, shall we move on to week 10? We shall. All right. Thursday night football this week. I I know I say this every week about at least one game, but I'm excited about this one. This is the Colts at the Titans. We finally have a good Thursday night football game. I, I feel like every Thursday night football game is trash. It is about time. I hope it proves itself to actually be a good game. Um, but Colts are five and three. Titans are six and two. So this is a pretty even matchup. Even I don't know when you look at their offense defense. It's pretty evenly matched. Tell me what you think about this game, Zach. Yeah, well, I think the story of the game to me is the Titans' offense against uh, the Colts' defense. Mm -hmm. Um, The Colts' defense looks tremendous. Um, They've got, just at every level, they've got probably the best set of linebackers in the game. Maybe you could argue that the Steelers are right there with them, but... uh, and, and they're just, they force turnovers, they tackle well, they don't miss tackles, they pass rush, they stop the run, uh, they are fun to watch. And then you've got Derrick Henry on the other side, who he's coming off of a not-so-great week, um, but this season he has been great. And, um, you know, it's it's the, uh, you know, uh, unstoppable force meets immovable object storyline so uh i i've got the titans um i am i'm i'm getting a little bit uh more comfortable with the colts uh picking them in the future i've been very anti-colts so far um, mostly because of philip rivers um (laughs) and 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 while i am not taking them this week um they are proving themselves at least to me and um uh, yeah, we'll see what happens going forward. Yeah, I I would agree, and that's why I think it made it so difficult for me to make this pick. But in the end, I I thought about two things. One, uh, Titans do have home team advantage. I believe that Nashville is still allowing fans into the stadium, so that does make a little bit of a difference. And when you compare the two quarterbacks, Ryan Tannehill is just doing great. Um, he's having a great season. He has really connected well in Tennessee and Phillip rivers is just Phillip rivers. So I'm going Titans on this one as well. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, we're going to go Sunday now, one o'clock slot. Jaguars are going to the Packers. Yeah. Yeah. is about right. You know, these games, <laughs> the last couple weeks, you know, the games that are supposed to be the the easy blowout has been way closer than they ought to have been. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you're right. I, I'm taking the Packers, but if somehow the Jaguars are close, it just would feel like what this season is. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams is the best connection in football right now. Uh, they're unstoppable. Uh, Aaron Rodgers knows what route Devonte adams is running and breaking before he breaks and Devonte adams might be the best route runner in football um they haven't even had aaron jones in the last couple of weeks and they're dominating mm-hmm. so once they get their best running back back i just i feel like they're just a complete team and uh, their offense is really fun to watch 
Aaron Jones did play against the 49ers last Thursday. Um, oh, did he? He did okay. Uh, I don't believe he had a touchdown, but the 49ers, uh, just some of the schemes that they were given. Um, I mean, obviously the Packers still won that game. I think that they were just a lot more, there was a lot more of a pass game. Um, but I was going to say, don't forget about that other Aaron because Aaron Jones is back. So, uh, yeah, sure. I'm going to go Packers as well. I just, the Jaguars are not, they're not having a great season. They traded away a lot of good players last year. Uh, Gardner Minshew was injured. So give me Packers on this one all right um all right here's a game that we'll both be watching eagles at the giants this is a tough one because really it could go either way in this depleted nfc east last week i really thought that the redskins sorry they're not the redskins anymore that the washington football team was going to dominate over the giants at home and they didn't so yeah, having your quarterback snap their his ankle is is not particularly helpful. No, no, it's not. Although I will say that Alex Smith did much better considering everything that he's gone through than I expected him to when he came in that game. Yeah, honestly, he had probably the best three interception game I've ever seen. Like he he, <laughs> he was steady. He helped the team, and he still had three picks. So I was like, uh, you know. But like he looked. Every moment I watch of him, I'm just like so proud of him right. honestly so right. He's maybe even so more far. emotion speaking out of me at least but sure sure this one is hard for me because uh, i mean we don't really know what's going to happen with their with the eagles covid list but if nothing too dramatic changes i'm gonna say eagles have the better defense and because of that i'm gonna go eagles but i'm not confident on this one at all sure i actually um it's hard to be confident in the eagles this year uh, but I am confident in the Eagles for this week uh, for a couple reasons. Number one, the Eagles are supposed to get Miles Sanders and Alshon Jeffrey back. True. Um, and that is two, uh, especially uh, Miles Sanders. Uh, that's a step in the right direction. And while I think Alshon Jeffrey's prime is definitely in the rearview mirror, he is better than everybody else we're starting other than Fulgram. Uh, Fulgham. I still don't know how to pronounce his name. So, <laughs> but he's like, okay, can we just take a second and talk about Travis Fulgham? Because whether you're an Eagles fan or not, let's just acknowledge that this guy came off of, I think it was like the Packers practice squad, came onto the Eagles practice squad, got elevated to the active roster, and since he has been active, he's like the number four receiver in the NFL right now. Yeah, which is shocking for a guy that used to be working at Buffalo Wild Wings. But, uh, <laughs> no, uh, he's been great. Uh, here's here's what he is. He's a tall receiver who runs pretty good routes, who has great hands. He's not particularly fast. Um, but, you know, honestly, he's kind of what you expect Alshon Jeffrey to be, except Alshon Jeffrey is old and broken. and sure. uh, and And Travis is not. So... Um, I hope he sticks around for a long time. He's on a dirt cheap contract because he was picked up off a practice squad. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, if you can lock him in for several more years, um, he looks great. No complaints out of me. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go birds. Uh, Daniel Jones, uh, does not look great. And, uh, they're desperately missing Saquon Barkley. They are. Uh, you know, I was really expecting their wide receivers to kind of step up this year, and I, I even touted them just a couple weeks ago. And mm -hmm. 
I, uh, I I'm disappointed. Um, Evan Ingram has looked a little better lately. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm not particularly, they did win last week, but I'm not, the Giants just look like they desperately need an infusion of talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so give me the Eagles. Okay. All right. Uh, and then we're moving to another NFC East game. Washington is going to Detroit. Washington's two and six. The Lions are three and five. Mm-hmm. What do you got? Uh, I have the Lions. I'm just a Matt Stafford fan. <laughs> That's really all it comes down to for me. Uh, three and five, I honestly feel like uh, I'm, I'm pretty surprised. I thought the Lions were going to be in contention for the division this year. I didn't really think they were going to be better than the Packers by any stretch, but I thought they would be, at the end of the season, I expected nine and seven, ten and six, and uh, clearly that is not the track they're on for right now. But I could still see them uh, maybe sneaking into a wild card spot, especially with the... Um, the expanded uh, wild card this year, mm-hmm. and potentially uh, even more expanded um, if if an important game would get canceled. But uh, yeah, I I, uh, I love Alex Smith. I love Matt Stafford. This will just be my emotional quarterback watching game of average quarterbacks that I think are better than they actually are. And <laughs> uh, but yeah, give me Lions. They're just a better team. Yeah, I concur. I'm also gonna go Lions on this one. Uh, Next game, we have the Texans going to the Browns. This is one where um, we talked last week about how we just cannot believe that the Browns have the record that they have at five and three now. Um, I don't know. Browns, I feel like, also are one of those teams that they're just a little bit incomplete. Baker Mayfield, I appreciate the guy. I really like his progressive commercials a lot. I will say they make me laugh. But I think he's a little bit overrated as a quarterback. Maybe if he had some better talent around him on the offensive line, he'd be a little bit better. But I think when I look at him right now, especially if he stays on that COVID list, I don't really know what what that's going to look like for this week. Um, I don't know. Deshaun Watson is just great. So give me Texans on this one. Man, all right. Uh, Well... I am, uh, we're going to have our first uh, disagreement of the week, Ooh. which is good. Uh, so I'm going to go Browns, and it's a, it's a cold day in Hades when I take the Browns. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, I think that they're a more complete team, and, and I'm not a Baker Mayfield guy. Um, but they're supposed to get Nick Chubb back this week. He came off of the IR yesterday, and um, their running game is is unstoppable i mean i don't think i've ever seen a team well i guess i guess the titans but they do it with one guy mm-hmm. uh with derrick henry but like the browns will just they'll give it to anybody and they will run it down your throat mm-hmm. over and over they'll run 45 times in a game they don't even care and that has resulted in wins for them i mean they're five and three they're not you know trash um i definitely called them pretenders early on and i still feel that way but uh they're not garbage. Like they definitely are a competitive team that does one thing extremely well. And um, I think doing one thing extremely well is good enough to beat a two and six Texans. Sure. I would still say that they're incomplete though. For sure. I, and, and I think you're, you're missing talent at wide receiver with Odell Beckham out. I think your quarterback play is suspect. And I think you could use some help on defense. Um, uh-huh. But uh, I can't point to anything right now that the Texans do 
really well. Their quarterback play is great, but there's very little around him. Sure, sure. All right, well, we'll see what happens. Yes, we will. Uh, next game, we have the Buccaneers going to the Panthers. Um, Buccaneers have had some interesting weeks here. Panthers uh, had Christian McCaffrey back this week, and now he <laughs> re-injured himself. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, what do you think about He came this back. One? Was a superstar. Was yep. unbelievable for fantasy. I played yep. him in. I played against him in two of my fantasy leagues of uh, just of four teams, mm-hmm. uh, of course. And uh, he showed up, destroyed me, and then went right back to the injury report. Uh, I know. I was really mad because I had picked up Mike Davis on my fantasy team, and then when Christian course. McCaffrey came back, I was like, "Well, I had like I had no choice but to drop him. Like it, it was just sure. how." the cookie crumbled. And so right. of course I dropped him, somebody else picked him up and now that person is going to reap the benefits. So cool. Well, I mean, my, my view of that would have been, ooh, excuse me. My view of that would have been, Hey, Mike Davis played so well in Christian McCaffrey's absence that he's earned a piece of the offense. Now it's clearly still Christian McCaffrey's offense and he should be getting, 70%, 75% of the workload. Mm-hmm. Mike Davis barely even got on the field, which I was shocked because, you know, you got to, you, you just have Christian McCaffrey coming back from injury. Like, work him in slowly. Like, this Mike Davis guy played really well for you, but I, I can't remember what percentage of snaps it was, but he was only on the field for like, I think six snaps or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe six touches is what I'm thinking of. Regardless, it was a really small. Uh, percentage of the offense and I was really surprised to see that in his first week back but um uh this was my toughest game of the week uh really it, it was it was my toughest game of the week I took I'm taking the Buccaneers um but I think ah, man Tom Brady looked so bad <laughs> like really bad like oh man like I can't even describe to you. I like he had no arm strength on any of his throws, and uh, those kind of like when you just get obliterated by a division rival, mm-hmm. those sting and they hang around. And the Panthers, they're okay with how last week went. You know, I mean, Christian McCaffrey was a monster last week, and honestly, there's still a chance that McCaffrey plays. Um, I, am not predicting it, but there's still a chance that he plays and, uh, I'm going Buccaneers and I just feel like this is the wrong pick, but I'm just going to take the better team. Give me the Buccaneers. Okay. So this one was tough for me. I don't think it was my toughest. Um, but I think that Tom Brady is going to want to prove himself because it does sting, (laughs) you know? Um, I think that he has that competitive mentality and so... I don't know, like sometimes disappointment can stir something up in you and you just want to go get it. And so I think that that might make a difference in his play this week. So I'm also going to go Bucks, but we'll see what happens. Sure. Um, all right, those are all the one o'clock games. This week we've got a ton in the four o'clock slot. Yeah, um, we do. We have the Bills and Josh Allen going to Arizona to face Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Um Cardinals are doing better this season than they have in a little while, but I'm still gonna I'm still gonna go Bills on this one because Josh Allen looks great. The whole Bills team, I mean they had a couple of rough weeks, but they're doing really well. I'm excited about the Bills. I'm excited because I wanna see them win that division 
for the first time in a long time. Um, so I'm going Bills on this one. Sure. I definitely expect the Bills to win that division. I don't think it'll be particularly close. Um, I am going Cardinals, and I think that uh, at the end of the season, we'll look back and we'll see how much better Kyler Murray is than Josh Allen. And that's not a knock on Josh Allen because Josh Allen's great. I just called him a, a what did I call him? A freaking beast or whatever I call him. <laughs> like he's, he's great. But I think Kyler Murray's at, by the end of this season, we will think of him as a top four or five quarterback. Um, okay. He's, he's got everything around him right now. And he's got an offensive line. He's got wide receivers. He's got a coach that runs a simple yet uh, sophisticated is not the word I'm looking for. But, yeah, he runs a really creative offense um, specifically for Kyler Murray. Gets him a ton of rushing opportunities. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kyler Murray could not be in a better situation. Um, uh, I just think... Kyler Murray showed me a couple weeks ago when he beat the Seahawks uh, in overtime that he can do it on a big stage, and this is going to be a big stage for them. This might be the best football game of the week. It really might be. It could be. It is uh, a really great matchup. Yeah. So it's going to be – it's two hot young quarterbacks. Um, This is like – I'm going to have red zone on one TV, and then this game is going to be on the other TV. Mm -hmm. So – yeah, I'm going. I'm going cards. Definitely, the Bills could get it, but uh, I believe in Kyler Murray. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough one. I think it could go either way, but I'm still gonna. I'm still gonna go Bills. So sure. We'll see who gets that one next week. Um, all right. So then the Chargers are going to Miami, facing the Dolphins. The Dolphins are such a surprising team to me this year. Um, and their defense, again, this week proved why. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't even know that I have words because I'm so shocked. I knew that the Dolphins were going to be better this year. Um, I thought that they drafted very well. I know that Tua is still kind of getting his feet wet. He's only started twice now. But... Their defense is just dominating. It might be the best defense in football. And I've been saying that about the Steelers all year. And the Dolphins are making me look twice. The Dolphins are like, they're kind of like that dark horse that nobody really sees them coming until you're like, wait a second, what just happened? So, I mean, I know you're a big Justin Herbert fan, but give me Dolphins on this one. Yeah, I got the Dolphins too, and I'm just I'm tired of picking the Chargers. They keep letting me down. Yep. And uh, they're, they're making me mad. No. Uh, Tua looked pretty good last week. Uh, he completed, uh, I think it was like 70% of his passes. Two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, he looked good. Uh, you know, I couldn't say that about the first week. It was completely the defense that won them the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he definitely contributed to the win this week. There's no question. Um a worse performance uh, causes them to lose, and mm-hmm. um, and and even though the Cardinals uh, they beat the Cardinals, um, yeah, I just uh, yeah, I, I definitely believe in the Dolphins. I mean, they they beat a good team, and uh, yeah, we'll see. 
We will. Come on, right. Herbert. Get it together. <laughs> I know. I know. I want that for him, too. You know I'm a fan of these young quarterbacks who are finally getting their chance. So even though I'm not a Charters fan, I am rooting for all of these guys. So, um, All right. So we have the Broncos going to the Raiders. Uh, we both picked against the Raiders last week, and they won. So Rookie they, mistake. I know. They have advanced to 5-3. and three. Broncos are sitting at 3-5. and five. What do you think about this one? Uh, Derek Carr needs talked about more. He's having a good season. He is. Um, he's, he's not a superstar. I don't think anyone's claiming that he is, but he's helping the team. They're five and three. They're playing well. They're running well, which, you know, even though Josh Jacobs is struggling, um, and they're just, they, they force turnovers, uh, defensively, they look good. Uh, I got I got the Raiders, and uh, I just don't see anything that the Broncos have put on film that excites me. There's uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't like their quarterback play. I don't like their defense. Yeah. Um, their running backs looked horrible last week. I started both in one league because I was desperate with bye weeks and whatnot. And Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon did absolutely nothing. So Melvin Gordon just let me. Is dead to me. Ugh. Dead to me. Dead to me. I'm benching him this week. All right. We've got the Bengals going to the Steelers. You got the Raiders? Oh, yeah. I've got the Raiders. Sorry. No problem. I guess that was just assumed, you know? Yeah, because well, we I mean, all, all aboard them, the Raiders. So <laughs> for sure. Them, we so can, now we... we've got to pick for them. Which okay. means that the Broncos will win, but, you oh, know. Oh, gosh, don't say that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Bengals are going to Steelers. It's really hard to pick against the Steelers right now. Although... If Big Ben is out, eh, we'll see. Mason Rudolph is okay. He's not great, but he's okay. Yeah. He well, kind of held it together oh, for them last year. Sure. My understanding of the Big Ben thing is the injury is not going to keep him out. And the COVID thing, he doesn't have it. It's a close contact thing. Oh, oh, so, oh. So as long as he stays symptom-free, he should be fine. Right. Okay. So he was around someone that had it. So Okay. So then um, it, then that makes me a lot more confident in my pick. Yeah, I would project him to play. I'm guessing, you know, just like anybody else, but um I would expect him to play. Okay. Cool. Who do you have on so this yeah, team? So yeah, 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 Steelers pretty easy for me. It's just a team that's better than the Bengals. Uh I don't know what in God's name happened on Sunday, but uh, I don't believe that that will happen a second time. I think that they looked at the Cowboys and said, oh, we got this easy. And then we're reminded that, oh, no, there's actually talent all over the NFL Mm. and you can't take anyone easy. You can't even take the Jets easy, as the Patriots learned last week. So just yesterday. Right. But, um, yep, give me Steelers. All right. Then we have the 49ers going to the Saints. Tell me your thoughts on this one. Uh, Drew Brees is starting to look good. And when Drew Brees looks good, the team looks great. Um, Michael Thomas is back. He didn't really do a whole lot. But um, the 49ers are still absolutely devastated with injuries. And I'll take the Saints. Agreed. Give me Saints. Okay. This next one. This was, I think, my hardest game of the week. And that's Seahawks at the Rams. The Seahawks 
as we saw last week, their defense just looks bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. The Rams are at five and three. They have a lot of great pieces on their team. But here's what scares me is they're coming off of a bye week. And I know that that can go either way. Either you're too out of sync and out of rhythm, or you're well-rested and you're good to go. I don't know which way it's going to go. The Rams also have home team advantage, home field advantage. It's hard for me because the Seahawks had such a devastating loss last week that I feel like they're going to, it's kind of that Tom Brady effect that I talked about earlier. They're going to come back and they're going to want to prove themselves and they're disappointed. And so there's like a fire inside of them, but I think the Rams have a really good chance, but I think I'm still going to go Seahawks. Yeah, I got the Seahawks and, uh, this one was kind of easy for me. Uh, I, I don't disagree with anything you said. Um, about the game being close and uh i definitely think the rams are a real team um but i think jared goff is average and their defense is very good the rams defense is very good they've got wide receivers that are elite um as a core at least Mm -hmm. and uh but the seahawks offense is almost untouchable right now and I just think that Russ will outscore. Like, he will – I just – to me, it's, this just feels like divisional game, uh, just coming off of an L. Uh, it just it, – this, to me, is the game that Russell Wilson puts up 40 points on the board. Okay. I mean, I'll take it if it means they win. For sure. All right, so we're both going Seahawks on that game. <laughs> we're going Seahawks. We're we're behind Russ. Yes, we are. Okay, Sunday night football. I wish I was more excited about this game, but I'm not. Ravens <laughs> are going to the Patriots. <laughs> um, you have some thoughts on the Patriots. Do you want to share? Uh, so in this season, uh, we get that things are weird and and you know tom brady's not there and covid and so practice and blah 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 um but they have three passing touchdowns on the entire season um that includes when cam newton wasn't in there that's not cam newton having three passing touchdowns that's the entire team mm-hmm. and uh they've played eight games mm-hmm. um so you know that's something you expect the worst team in the league to be uh, in that ballpark I, I read a stat that that's the, uh, there's one of eight teams since 1970 to have that. What you have to understand is in 1970, people weren't throwing the ball like they do today. Nothing right, it was like a run that. Game. So you had to be a horrible, and b in the 1970s where they don't <laughs> throw the ball. Like for this to happen in 2020, is it just unbelievable. It's yep. just shocking. And uh I mean it it is it is almost hard to do. Like it is you could accidentally throw four touchdown passes in eight games in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But they they haven't and um admittedly I think some of that is by design. I don't think to that degree. Bill Belichick just came straight out 
and said, we're running the ball with Cam Newton because that's what he does best. And good for freaking Cam Newton that a coach looked at his talents and abilities and said, we're going to do what you do best. Yeah. God bless Bill Belichick for that because <laughs> no one has ever done that for poor Cam Newton. And he's had an MVP season, but no one's ever looked at him and said, we're going to go with your talents. Now, the Patriots, their team is half their team opted out for COVID for the beginning of the year. And they've got injuries and they are they have almost no talent because, you know, they went all in and they won three Super Bowls. Bill Belichick was on a an interview and like kind of said, like, the reason we're paying Cam Newton a million dollars is because we don't have any money. And the reason we don't have any money is because we went all in and won three Super Bowls. Yeah. Like almost as if to say, like, hey, you know, go kick rocks. You know, we're doing our best here. Yeah. But um, I got the Ravens. They're a more talented team. Um gosh three passing touchdowns that's hard to do and like the ravens are trying to do it because they run lamar jackson every play and i know they're doing way better than that so anyway well, yeah, give me ravens here's the big thing with this game too is if the patriots are running the ball almost all of the time i don't think that they're going to have success doing that against the ravens I, no. I just i'm sorry like the ravens have one of the best most complete teams in the league and you're just you're you're gonna have to pass the ball, so of course. if they can't do that, there's there's no chance. Give me Ravens on this yep. one. Yep. All right, this is the last game for us. Monday Night Football. We have the Vikings going to the Bears. Um, for me, I said a couple of weeks ago the Vikings are just not the team that we thought that they were gonna be, but they're getting better. They're kind of pulling things together a little bit more. They have a little bit more of a rhythm. Dalvin Cook is back from injury and is just, oh my gosh, so good. The best fantasy running back, in my opinion, when he he's looks healthy. amazing. <laughs> he's he just looks so good, and I, uh, I I want the Bears to do better. I really do like. I know you can't really pick a second favorite team, but sure if you can. could, <laughs> sure I mean, you can. I've been saying for a couple of years now that like the bears are probably my second favorite team. Like if I can't root for the Eagles, I would root for the bears. And, and now that they have Nick Foles, it makes it even easier because obviously we're all Nick Foles fans. If we're Philly fans. Um, sure. But I just, uh, they're not terrible, but they're just not, doing as good as I want them to and so for that reason I'm gonna go Vikings because Dalvin Cook well I hate to make this week extremely anticlimactic but we've only disagreed on two games Ugh. because I'm taking the Vikings um Dalvin Cook is a monster uh he's the only player in this game that I look at and go that player changes the team completely yes um and no disrespect to alan robinson who has looked great this year um but uh alan robinson cannot throw himself the ball right uh dalvin cook does not need anyone to throw him the ball to have 200 yards like he did last week i know um so just from that perspective i mean i just feel like dalvin cook is a complete offense and uh <laughs> They, they are firing on all cylinders offensively. Hey, they just beat the Packers a couple weeks ago. They sure did. And uh, they, as as good as a 3-5 and five team can look, they look that good. Um, 
Looking back at our picks now, I'm a little bit worried that 50% of whether I'm going to beat you or not is in the hands of the Cleveland Browns. Um, <laughs> I'm regretting that just a little bit. Can't take it back. Uh, I cannot take it back. Okay. okay, that's a new rule, but that's fine. That's fine. That's no fair. take that's backs, fair. Zach. No, no take backs. No, no take backs. Okay, well, that's fine. So, uh, All right. good gravy. Well, I'm counting on the Texans and the Bills, and you're counting on the Browns and the Cards, so let's go. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yep. All right. Well, to our friends who are tuning in, thanks for listening with us. We'll look forward to seeing who had the better picks and who gets the trophy next week. Absolutely. All right, Zach. Catch you later. Go, Birds! Go, Birds!